Stop consuming, start producing. That is something that you should remind yourself every day when you sit down and you're about to consume Instagram. Tell yourself, is this really helpful? Is this really going to help me produce, make me a better artist? I'm coming to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Tuss, how are you? Oh, we've got a good cast today. We do. Yeah, this will, I think, truly be a baby cast. Yay, baby cast. We'll see (laughs) if it it holds out. I've often said, yeah, it'll be a baby cast, and then, you know, Well, let's uh, get to the meat and potatoes. Well, you know, before, well, we'll just give you a little preview of what we're about to talk about. I want to talk about having a game plan for Instagram because I think Instagram, one of the things I've noticed is I just feel like there's a lot of people in our industry who are feeling enslaved to Instagram. And I'm trying my best. If you've listened to our last few episodes where we chat, trying to free you from that slavery because I don't want you to feel like this is the thing that is going to change your life and make it better because it's not. It's just not. It's going to help. It's a tool, but it's not the end all. It's not the final say on who makes it successfully. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But before... We have things going on, don't we? We have a lot going on. First, I want to talk about Tessa's next Lash Retention and Styling course is coming up fast, May 14th through the 15th. That's going to be in New York, just an hour north of New York with our friend Stephanie who owns Fangirl Society. And we have a couple spots left. I really think if you want to learn how to do lashes, this and the way that Tussie does. Where you well, get- I'm sure that you all know how to do lashes already. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening yeah, to this. Duh, but I what's guess. different about this is it's a completely different paradigm shift yeah. on how you do lashes. Most people are taught one way to do it. And it's going to completely shift your world yeah. and show you how to get the best possible mechanical fit with those extensions so your client can live in them, scrub them. They can do anything they want yeah. and they're going to uh, last. So. Don't have to baby them. And and I think if you listen to our podcast, we talk about this a lot, but you you really need the hands-on training to get this. It's not easy. It's not something you just pick up just kind of haphazardly. But that said, you can teach yourself. But if you want to speed up your learning process, this course is great. It's May 14th, 15th in New York. So we're on the East Coast. So if you're on the East Coast, I get a lot of people say, hey, when are you going to be on the East Coast? This is your class, okay? Then we'll be back on the West Coast June 5th through the 6th on in here in Los Angeles so you can get to hang out in our hometown in June. So hopefully you'll sign up for one of those courses. Links in our show notes or go to our Instagram or lashcastproductions.com for details. All right. And then LashCon, I won't go into it, but you know, LashCon tickets for sale. If you plan to be there, buy them sooner or later. Prices do go up May 27th. So you have a few more weeks before you get a $100 bump. So you don't want, don't want that to happen. So buy your tickets now and so forth. All right, let's get into our baby cast talk about basic Instagram. And this is where Tush said, well, I'll just contribute where I can. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I see this all the time on Instagram. And it's something that makes me wonder what is the long-term game plan? I see people posting. I see people putting things out there. And then I don't see any strategy. I just see people trying to get likes, people trying to get followers, but they're not really thinking, what is this going to do for me? I've actually seen this. I've seen people build followings and burn out in our industry and never monetize their Instagram. Mm. And it's like, wow, all that work. 
They were good at posting regularly. They did all this hard, hard work because it doesn't just take two seconds to post, right? You got to think about it. You got to write the copy. You got to create the, the image. Or now you got to shoot the reel. It's a lot involved. And you can build a following, 10, 20, 30, 40,000 followers. And then you just kind of quit. And I'm always perplexed by what happened. I mean, some of these people I, I didn't know very well, so I, I just couldn't, I, I almost felt it was a little too too much for me to just directly say, hey, um, <laughs> why did you quit? But at the same time, I, it, it makes me sad to see all that hard work wasted. And so I want you, those of you who right now who are either thinking about doing Instagram more seriously and really growing a following, or currently are, but you're not doing it for anything other than for vanity, just so you can say, hey, I got 12,000 followers. Hey, I look at how many likes I got. Hey, look at how many people are communicating with me. It's great. Awesome. But, but why? What are you doing? What are you trying to accomplish? Well, as you're talking, I'm thinking it's really confusing, Instagram. For you? <laughs> Stop. No, okay, okay. Stop Instagram, it. Instagram's a confusing thing. Okay. No, what I know what Instagram is. Oh, okay. Dumb, dumb. Uh, okay. No, what I'm talking about is that you know, as a business owner, you're a lash artist, right? And so you think you need to use it for building this lash business, right? And then you look at other people's very successful lash artists, you see their personal feeds, and it's not about lashes, but it's very aspirational, I should say. Mm-hmm. You see the most beautiful desserts, you see the most beautiful, well-lit, exotic places, Yeah. you see these hyper gorgeous bodies you see the most curated beautiful life ever the highlights of yes. their life and then you think that's what i need to do to look successful yeah and then you think okay look at my life look at my junkie kitchen look at the fat on my legs like that is not my life so then you think okay well maybe i got to do that so even in the nice you know things of my life like when i go to starbucks and i see a little you know, the foam on top. I can take a cute picture of that i can i can take a picture of that i can take a picture of a nice set of lashes i and in, in some ways, I can keep up and do what I have to do to make myself relevant. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. The confusion is like, well, what is the goal? Because people use Instagram as their portfolio of their worth. This is my life. If you want to know who I am, check out my Insta. Yeah, actually, it's interesting. The portfolio of their worth, not what their mm-hmm. work. That's right. Their worth. I think that is hugely insightful because I think too many of us, give way too much power to Instagram that somehow if my Instagram page doesn't have all these things, that my worth is zero. Well, I was thinking about it because you and I are watching Inventing Anna on Netflix. It's about Anna Delvey or Anna Sorokin, the the conjure way into the elite of New York society and, you know, stole a lot of money basically and, and broke a lot of hearts. And they're showing her feed and they're showing all these fantastic places. And I'm thinking on the outside, she really looked like she had it together. And yeah. that's why she fooled so many people. But when you really ask, you know, what is going on with this Anna Delvey girl, she was a con artist. Yeah. There was nothing there. Nothing but, behind it, just but, smoke and mirrors. But it looked really good. By the way, it's a good show except for any time to deal with the reporter. Everything with the reporter sucks. He doesn't like the Vivian King story. Uh, oh, my gosh. Her storyline, I'd just say cut it out, cut the show in half, and it would be amazing. But, if you oh disagree well. with us, let us know in the, yeah. let us know in the DMs. But, yeah, um, yeah. Let us know. But that said, I think that's a good insight because I think we tend to – attribute value based upon the appearances and that's just human nature we love to judge the book by its cover right well yeah i mean if you've got the handbag yeah. if you've got a birkin you know or if you've Their got statements yeah you've got the cartier bracelet that means you've made it yeah and i think what people get caught up in their industry is trying to look or have the appearance of 
And that's why you get trapped in doing Instagram and posting reels, trying to get likes, get followers. Meanwhile, you have actually no plan to monetize or make this. You're just like, well, I just do lashes and I work out my home or I, I, I do, I rent a suite or something like that. And I feel like I really want to be known. I, I, you know, everyone craves to be seen. I mean, one of the things that I think Tuss really drives with me when we're planning LashCon is like, Paul, we need to make sure people feel seen. It's so important when you come to an event, not just to blend in the background and be disappear. It's important to make sure everyone feels seen, appreciated, acknowledged, like welcome. Thank you for coming. It's like when you land in Hawaii to give you a lay when you go off the plane, like here's a lay, right? It's so special, right? It makes you feel important. And I think we have that desire to do that on Instagram. But the problem is you're really putting a yoke around you that you don't need if that Instagram really isn't building your business. That's right. So my encouragement, you know, Paul's going to talk a little bit more practically here, but my encouragement for your mindset is to stop looking at Instagram as if that's going to be satisfying your soul. What I would encourage you to do is every client that comes in, find a way to make a difference in their life that day, whether it's by offering them socks, whether it's by really paying attention to what they're saying, whatever it is you can do in the room to increase your communication that you see them, that you care for their needs, whether it's just a little brush up on their eyebrows, whether it's making sure that the room smells nice or just doing something a little bit different than you did before, come to work in your best, get a lab coat, look professional. Making those differences, those small things on a day-to-day basis is really going to do more to endear yourself to your clientele than anything that you can post on Instagram. Exactly. No, build your business through your referral network and through your current client base. That's your number one source of referrals. I've heard this from hundreds of our lash artists and salons who always say their number one way is always been through referrals. Yes, Instagram, these other tools help, but the number one way where you can grow most quickly is that business referral. So yeah, focus on the customer experience, make that fantastic, and you will see yourself grow amazingly. Now, when it comes to Instagram, as far as having purpose, one of the things I would really encourage a lot of you to do is stop following certain people that you follow and you feel envy for. If someone you're following makes you feel envious, I would just cut that person out of life. Makes you feel bad about yourself. Don't look at stuff that makes you feel bad. We always talk about, people talk about positive and negative energy. I think a lot of people get negative energy or negative vibes by watching people that they're just jealous of. Like, cut them out of your life. You don't need them. They don't inspire you. If anything, they discourage you and make you just want to sit around, watch Netflix and eat bonbons. So let's screw that idea, throw that out and just cut those people out. I mean, can't we talk about that as a category of self-care? Yeah. You're caring for your soul. There's a little song that kids learn in Sunday school. It's be careful, little eyes, what you see, be careful, little ears, what you hear. And that's kind of like what I'm saying to you guys. If it bothers your soul, if it insults your being, cut it out, put some blinders on, do some self-care in that regard. Be a little bit disciplined on what you allow yourself to take in. And then secondly, I would also seriously limit the amount of time you spend on Instagram. Some people consume two, three hours a day of Instagram, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, When I was in the film industry, we would say, you know, it was so easy to want to watch movies and talk about movies, but to actually produce movies that takes work. That's not easy. You can't just like, you know, sit around and go, I'm going to make movies and it just happens, right? So we used to say, stop consuming, start producing. 
Stop consuming, start producing. That is something that you should remind yourself every day when you sit down and you're about to consume Instagram. Tell yourself, is this really helpful? Is this really going to help me produce, make me a better artist? So I'm encouraging you to actually turn it off, make the choice. I'm not going to look at that. And you've got to replace it with something good. So maybe for the next 10 minutes, if you have a break, wherever you're at, like if it's in your room or your studio, take 10 minutes to clean. Just set your timer and be like, I'm going to do something to benefit myself for 10 minutes. That's self-care. I mean, again, it takes discipline to get off the seat and move your butt and do something, Mm -hmm. but you're replacing what was harmful with something that's good for you. Yeah, or like take a nap or maybe do a little movement, go up and down the stairs nearby or do a walk around the building or something positive that gives you energy, gives you endorphins versus sitting there kind of sedately looking at something and feeling crappy about yourself. And I would just limit yourself. You can actually put on your phone a limit for how much you use your phone. Oh, can you? At least the iPhone. You can put it and it pops up and says, all right, you've used your phone for it's two hours like a day. It's tracking calories, right? Tracking, yeah. you know, but again, it's being self-protective. Tracking your consumption, so to speak. So you really want to cut down on that. And I know there's been studies and I can't think of any right now, but I think there's a, there are been plenty of studies to show the less you use your phone, especially for the Instagram stuff, the more happy you are in life. There's this like weird balance there where the less you use, more joy. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. If you make that decision to consume less Instagram because it personally hurts your soul, tell somebody, make a post on it. Say, I'm going to consume like 15 minutes less or just, or, yeah. you're going to take care of yourself. I declare that. Declare it to your friends. Declare it to the loved ones that can keep you accountable. Post it on your Instagram yes. if you mm. need some accountability. Go on your balcony and go, I'm not going to use Instagram! And just let the world know. And then everyone's like, okay, yeah, we'll hold you accountable. <laughs> and so when you're on there... Well, let us know. Yeah. Actually, I love it. Please DM us yeah. and let us know. If you're pulling um, back. Yeah, if you're pulling back for you. And, and if that just, means less of us, that's okay too. Just listen to our podcast and maybe not see your Instagram. It's, it's our, I think our podcast is a lot more interesting anyways. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. No one wants to see you in a bikini. No one wants to see me in a bikini. <laughs> there are plenty of them there in the secret society that we have for last <laughs> Cast Insiders, Paul's Bikini Page. Um, no, that will never exist. So hopefully, guys, if though, let's just say you listen to this, well, actually, I do have a game plan. Well, then you need to make good on that, right? You need to actually plan to do something with it. If you're like, well, I want to have a product line. I want to do trainings. I want to do some other service or something that helps the industry. Great. Now you have a purpose and make sure your Instagram serves that purpose. And I do believe it's smarter to have two pages in this case, one for clients where they see everything you're doing and you're talking to your clients and you're giving them value. And when someone wants to find you for lashes, they're like, oh, Sally's lashes. Oh, let me look at her page because I just heard about her. I want to make sure her work looks good. And they go to their page and I see it. It can be a very simple page with just some lashes, pictures of you, pictures of your location. You know, you can post once a week or maybe once every couple of weeks, just updates about your salon and, and maybe specials or whatever. It doesn't have to be about building a business. It's really a resource for people to find you. Then if you're like, but I really really want to be the next trainer in industry, then start a page that's all about last training. And that page is all about giving value. Now you're supposed to give tips. You're supposed to give insights. You're supposed to post funny videos of you thinking about whatever with reels. It doesn't matter. Now you have a real purpose for that page because it's about building a lash following. And I see too many people trying to build a lash following with their single page and then one is doing it for their local people and one's doing it for lashes or for lash artists. And it's like you're missing both audiences by basically trying to cater to all audiences, right? So I just want to encourage you, if you are wanting to move that next level, 
made some time to start a new page. You can ask people to follow you, but your, your, your clients don't really care. Most of them aren't like, oh boy, I'm going to take a last training with you. Probably not. So just start creating value and then start posting and then have a real game plan. Like, okay, I'm going to do this for a year, build up 5,000 followers, and then I'm going to offer my first class, my webinar, or my first training or whatever it is you want to do. You can actually start right away. It just may not get a lot of engagement and that's okay. You just start giving, start posting, start creating and give value and then people will start doing it so that you can monetize it. You really need to think about monetizing that page. If you're not monetizing it, you will burn out. It will catch up with you. Eventually, you'll be like, why am I working 30 hours on clients and I spend 20 hours on Instagram getting likes and posting stuff and I'm not making any money with that? That 20 hours should get paid for eventually. For me, that's what me, Tuss and I have been doing. We've been building our base so that when I'm on Instagram, I'm not working for free. Instagram is me trying to engage people to help people to make money so that we can better serve more people. It, it becomes a circular thing that grows and grows and grows, but it starts somewhere. And you just have your sites, you know, keep it respectful. You're not going to be making $100,000 a year on Instagram in your first year, most likely. I'm sure there's some to have, but generally speaking, be, have realistic expectations that it's going to take a little time, a lot of effort, and, or a lot, maybe a lot of time, and just be patient and hang in there. And over time, in one, two, three years, maybe you'll look back and go, wow, I have 8,000 followers now. I do a webinar every month and I make 1,000 bucks or 2,000 bucks on it. And I'm actually now making some additional income on top of my, what I'm doing with lashes. And you go from there. So anyhow, hopefully that is, do you have anything there? I think Tuss is like, okay, this is Paul's part where he rambles on. And you're, no, like, you're doing great. I love you, babe. Yeah, I love you too. So hopefully that's encouraging. For those of you who are just posting for the sake of posting, I hope you just release from that burden. You no longer need to post to just post. Build your business that you like. Focus on your customers, like Tessie says. Make them your biggest fans, and you will grow your business without even having to have much of a presence online. And those of you who have been sitting around going, I really want to get started in that dream, that new thing, that new chapter in your life, go for it. It's not going to make any money right now, but if you do it for a year, two years, three years, like us, what we shared recently with LashCon, it took a few years before really LashCon began to pay off. Just be realistic. And if you're, by the way, most of you guys listening are like 20, 30 some years old. You guys are kids. You guys are like just starting out in your life. I mean. He does not mean that disrespectfully. No, no. I mean like this is hopeful. Like, oh my gosh, if you're 22 right now or even 32 and you're just now starting, five years from now, you'll only be like 27 or 37. Your whole future. The world is your oyster. You have so much opportunity ahead of you. You're not done. Life isn't finished. You're like, well, I tried something. It didn't work out. And you're like 30 years old and you're feeling discouraged. You have so much time. Just on a flip of switch, change, do something different, go a different way, and you can do something really exciting. And it's okay if you fail a few times. You, it's going to happen. You're going to fail, and then you go, that wasn't good. I wasn't good at that, but oh, I found something I'm really good at now. And that's what you nail it, and that's when things take off for you. I got into Lashes with Tuss. I'm 56 now. I was uh, basically, when I joined her, 45 years old. I mean, probably almost older than 95% of our audience listening right now. <laughs> All right. I, that's when I started, changed my career, changed my life. I guess you could call it the midlife crisis, right? It, it was very much typical time when people kind of decided to make big shifts. Well, you can make that shift at 21, 
18, 32, 40. It doesn't matter. It's never too late to change and make a shift. You can do that today. So hopefully this has been encouraging. And I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to us? Or? I just love you guys. I want you to do well. I want you to like not be hard on yourselves. Take a deep breath. Everything's going to go your way. Yeah, it works out one way or another eventually. So you just allow patience. And then, but at the same time, you know, focus and, and do cut it. out the stuff that's not good for your soul. Yes, yes. Like Instagram, like for Tuss. I mean, Tuss really, I mean, I feel bad because you have an Instagram page and I see lots of people DM'd you, but I, I don't know, think, I know Tuss. I know. We I'm just, so bad with it. So really. don't DM Tuss. Don't yeah, DM Don't Tuss. DM me, DM Paul. I wish we could always block that. It'd be nice if you could put in there like, no one answers yeah. this. DM Lashcast. Yeah. Email. Because I will see it. Yeah, she'll see Paul. it because I will always bring questions. I bring over and say, hey, Tuss, this person has this technical thing. What do you think? And Tuss will respond there. Or I will do my best to intimidate or intimidate. Yeah. No, I have, <laughs> Pretend to, to, be I have to protect my eyes. I have to protect my soul too. So yeah, it does not bring her joy. So for her, um, I, I have some strange reason, but probably because I have a media background. I love it. I just sit around all day and watch it and watch you guys and get inspired by you guys. So it's great. So anyway, guys, that's it. That's a wrap. We are all done. We're out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Pudding Tusney, you like that? I love the pudding. Last pudding testing. I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Bye.